Hello friends and foes, I'm Addie and this is my meddling mind. Welcome back you guys. Today's episode is straight from my hometown and this case happened in the beginning of October 2023. So very, very, very recently. From the title, you can get an idea about what I'm going to be talking about, but the case is of how an 85-year-old elderly man murdered his wife and then died in police custody the next day. This case leaves a lot more questions than answers, and I can't wait to fill you all in. Quickly, before we start, you guys should go follow My Meddling Minds Instagram, which is at my meddling mind pod. I'm gonna start posting pictures that associate with the cases on there and I personally always like looking at pictures of places or people I am listening to stories about just so I can feel more personally connected and am able to put a face to the victim and whatnot. But enough with that, let's jump right in. On October 6, 2023, dispatch got a call from a woman in Lehigh, Utah. The panicked woman was requesting police. She found her sister covered in blood and non-responsive. The police were dispatched to Ronald J. Morgan's home. Ronald J. Morgan was an 85-year-old local man and called Lehigh home for many decades. He raised his children here and they raised their children here. Ronald was married to Dora Webb. He previously was married two other times, but both of his previous wives passed away from cancer and he was both of their caretakers. Around Lehigh, he was known as a soft-spoken man, always willing to give a helping hand. And there's actually an interview with one of his neighbors, like a 90-year-old woman, or maybe she's even older than that, but she said how he would come by her house every morning to see how she was doing. Him and his family were also devout Mormons. Ronald had a big family. He has four kids and many grandchildren. He was a man rich with family. But maybe, just maybe, Ronald wasn't the picture-perfect grandpa from behind closed doors. Really, there isn't a lot of information about this case, so I'm telling you now before I get deep that a lot of this information I have is from neighbors who knew Ronald and have for decades, and also from news sources that have very scarce information. So a lot of this is not necessarily my opinion, but is just talk. So take that as it is. I'm going to do my best to piece together the information I have to try to give you the whole picture. Let's start with where we left off at the beginning of the episode. On October 6, 2023, police got a call from a panicked woman to come to Ronald's home because Dora Webb's sister found her body bloody and battered. Dora Webb was born in Orem, Utah. She also was previously married to a man named Glenn Webb, who was her soulmate, her obituary states. She later on married Ronald. Dora was active and enjoyed square dancing. She was a cherished great-grandmother and was 83 years old. She had short gray hair and looked like a cute little old lady. It's not known how Dora Webb's sister came upon the situation, but the police quickly responded to the call and entered the home. Dora was found in the bedroom of the home with very traumatic injuries. Ronald was also found at the home covered in blood and stating to officers he had done it. At 1.15 on the 6th, Ronald was arrested and transported to the hospital for treatment of his injuries. When entering the ambulance to be taken to the hospital, some of the victim's family were already gathering outside of the home, and Ronald yelled out to them stating he had killed her. I don't know what state of mind Ronald was in right now, but you guys have just as good idea as I and anyone else. At the hospital, Ronald made multiple comments that were unsolicited by officers. One of the comments were that he was exhausted because, quote, what he had done wasn't as easy as just shooting her, unquote. 
and hearing that really made my stomach twist. But unfortunately, Ronald's statements were sincere in what he had done to Dora. What he had done was indeed a lot less easy than if he had just shot her. Ronald was transported to the police station after his visit to the hospital for an interrogation. Ronald explained that he had been frustrated for several months and the frustration had been building and building until he had just lost it. Ronald smirked and stated that he had killed her. Ronald described striking his wife, choking her, and striking her in the head with items including a metal box, shoes, and a wooden box. The wooden box broke from the force he stated. He also admitted stomping on the victim. Ronald also stated that prior to the incident, he would get bad thoughts when he was frustrated with the victim, the affidavit states. Ronald later admitted he must have thought about killing the victim when he was having those bad thoughts. Morgan was booked into the jail for investigation of aggravated murder with a domesticated violence enhancement, a first-degree felony. When Morgan arrived to the jail, he was being watched very closely at the jail for undisclosed medical reasons, and on Saturday, the day after the crime, Ronald appeared to be suffering some sort of medical problem. A nurse who works at the jail was called to look at Ronald, she called for an ambulance shortly after. Now this is a crazy part of the story that does not happen very often in cases, or I have not heard of it happening in many cases. Sometimes you hear people going to jail and then ending their own lives because they did it, but you don't very often hear about the person, you'll later find out what happens, but of dying of natural causes. Anyways. Ronald was taken to the Utah Valley Hospital where he was pronounced dead. Sources say an autopsy will be conducted to determine the cause of death because Morgan died while in police custody. Sergeant Spencer Cannon says an officer-involved critical incident investigation has been invoked. And I didn't know what that was, so I will explain it to you guys. So it's a protocol in place, and this definition is from saltlakecitypd.com, quote, The goal and purpose of the protocol is to ensure compliance with Utah Code Annotated 762408, along with ensuring every investigation of an officer-involved critical incident is conducted professionally, thoroughly, and impartially, unquote. And basically what I got from that is an investigation will happen to make sure that the police aren't at fault for any reason for the death and will make sure that everything was handled in the correct manner. Ronald's death was declared as a natural death and there's no malicious intent in any way. No autopsy results have been made public, but I personally believe there was a natural death because there's no evidence otherwise. And I mean, he stated he did it, so there's not much to fight that. I know that was a lot to process, but now let's get into how the hell this could have happened. And honestly, there's more questions than answers, and this crime we aren't going to get very many answers because the only man who knew the answers took them with him. Do you think Ronald just snapped, or do you think there was hate brewing? I'm personally not sure. I want to get into the motive and everything. What I'm now going to talk about is purely speculatory, or my opinion, and possibly just some small town talk I've heard. Let me start with a little background for the first possible motive. Dora Webb, allegedly weeks before the murder, had injured her hip from a fall and been bedridden, so of course the responsibility fell on Ronald to take care of her. And if you remember, Ronald had already had two previous wives that he had had to care for because they had cancer. And as many people know, being a caretaker can take a huge toll on somebody, and mentally and physically. The week before this crime, Ronald was seen at church, but alone, so neighbors guessed Dora was still bedridden. So what I'm guessing is that from the stress of this, now having to take care of his third wife, 
that could have possibly led to some sort of mental breakdown leading to this, which in no means am I trying to blame Dora. I mean, I'm sure she didn't want to have to be taken care of, and it's all on Ronald to get the help if he needed it. But honestly, this motive I lean towards less because he stated in interviews that he had thoughts of killing her before. Another purely speculatory motive is that Ronald could have been suffering some sort of internal brain bleed, and that could have possibly led to his brain changing how he processed and thought about his actions. Maybe this could have led to him not realizing what he was actually doing. But on the flip side from his statements, he clearly seemed to know what he had done. I know this is a popular opinion around Lehigh because so many people cannot believe that Ronald would be capable of actually doing what he did. It's also purely speculated that maybe Ronald and Dora's relationship was not as perfect as it seemed from the outside. The community saw a happy couple, but as everyone knows, you never really know what's happening behind closed doors. Who knows, it could have been an abusive relationship just hidden from the public eye. I mean, Ronald did say he just couldn't take it anymore. Unfortunately, we will never know the true motive and justice will not be served for Dora, so it's an all-around loss for Ronald's family because they could have never expected what happened, and Dora's because now they have to figure out how to mourn both of their deaths. When this story broke, I couldn't believe it because it hit so close to home and talk around town is basically just pure shock because Ronald was an 85 year old grandpa who wasn't a big guy and I think people are just shocked that he could have even managed this gruesome murder. I'm sure the family of Ronald and Dora are having a hard time mourning the deaths because they never figured out the truth and how can they mourn for someone they loved, but also killed someone else they also loved. The families deserve to find peace of mind if that's even possible. I know that wasn't a crazy in-depth story and a lot of speculation, and you guys will all have an opinion about what you guys think. We won't really get very much more information out of this at all, I don't think, so you will have to take that at face value. I hope you guys found this case as fascinating as I did, just because I have so many questions, but they will never be answered. Message me on Instagram or comment below what you guys think, if you have any opinions, what you guys took out of this. I also don't think you hear about cases with such old victims and killers very often, so I think this case was unique in that. It's honestly just a really, really sad case though, and it's kind of unsettling. We will never know more, but maybe it's supposed to be like that. Let me know if you guys like this case and comment or reach out if you have any cases you would like me to cover. I have a lot in mind. I'm going to start trying to get a better posting schedule, so I will keep you guys updated. Until next time, see you guys.